0: welcome to another episode of the drinks and banter podcast i am your host nareen comfort and it's a beautiful night it's a freezing but beautiful night i'm all bundled up inside my bed because not even the cold is going to stop me from pushing out this episode today I want us to first go back to August this year, when I first moved out to this apartment. I had been living with my parents since 2019. I moved back home in my last year of uni, and it wasn't fun. It was not fun. I was already used to my freedom, my privacy. I was used to doing things the way I wanted to. I was used to being around my friends all the time, right? And my school was also right next to my apartment. Moving back home meant that now I had to wake up so early in the morning. To go to school and then come back home late and do that every single day. You know, I had to commute every single day now, or on the days I had classes. It wasn't really a fun experience for me. This is also around the time, you know, I had put my dreadlocks. So, you know, when I went back home, obviously at some point, my parents were going to find out. And they were not happy about it i mean now they're cool with it but at first it was it was a fight so now i'm at home i have chores to do i have rules i need to follow because in my mom's house when you are under her roof you are under her rules so now I have to do things that a lot of the times I did not enjoy doing. Yeah, I did not like doing chores. I wasn't able to do my nails for a very long time because I was just always, you know, touching whatever I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, or, you know, just maintaining the garden. I just had to keep short nails, you know, and I'd miss having long nails. Just small, small things like that really just irk me sometimes. But obviously on the plus side, I was closer to my siblings, cause we all went to boarding school, and then after high school, I went to uni. So we really started bonding after I moved back home, and we got closer. And now we're just. Really good friends as well, I could say. But if you're close to me, you know that my biggest desire was to move out. I just wanted to move back out and be able to do me again. So finally, in August this year, I was able to do that. I didn't have a plan. I just moved. And I was happy. I was excited. Immediately, I'd moved out. It was in the same week. I had started, you know, pushing out episodes on my podcast again because I'd taken a break. And now I'd fully gotten back to it. And I was happy. And now I also had access to my friends whenever I wanted. I could... You know like i would be able to make decisions for me i wouldn't be under anybody's rules the one thing i was excited about was the fact that now i could be in any part of the house and i would still have access to wi-fi because it's just a one-bedroom apartment right i could be in my bedroom in the living room the balcony the washroom i had access to wi-fi at home, the house is big. We have two Wi-Fi's in the house and it still never got to my room. It was annoying. I hated it so much. So, that was one thing that I was pretty excited about. You know, if I go to bed and the whole house is clean, i wake up in the morning and it's still clean. If I did the dishes at night, i will wake up in the morning and I wouldn't have no dishes in the sink yeah so those are like the small small joys that i had when i moved just the fact that now i could actually say let me rest yeah and also my job is not that demanding right now you know i really don't have much to do so i really really needed the rest i really did and i got it yeah but here's the thing (laughs) all that joy and happiness, it didn't last for so long because the freedom turned to loneliness, yeah? I wanted to be in my own house doing my own thing. I got that, sure. But now it's so quiet in the house. Unless I'm watching something like really loud volume or I'm listening to music, or I'm having my own private concert in the house, singing in the shower. The house is quiet, and where I live, it's not that noisy. You know, obviously, you can hear like the cars passing on the road. Um, I live behind Jomo Kenyatta Airport, so I could say the noisiest thing would be the airplanes that are passing flying above you know the place where i live that's like the most noise pollution that we have so other than that it's just quiet and it drives me crazy i don't like it when it's too quiet right i do get people coming over to visit or i can also go visit people but also it's not all the time because people have things to do Now I found that I had to constantly find ways to entertain myself. I mostly work from home, so a lot of the times I'm in the house. I have to find ways to entertain myself. Sometimes it genuinely is so fun. I would wake up in the morning, I'm like, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm probably going to clean the whole house because I just like it when it's clean. Sometimes I clean the house even when it's already clean, just because I want to. I'm like, I'm going to do some cleaning. You know, I'm going to make some food that I can eat for like two days. I would do research on my episodes or I'd be here recording my episodes. I would watch whatever it is I want to watch. Like, I would work out in the house. I'd constantly just try and find new ways to keep myself busy. But as time goes by... I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, now what am I going to do? Right? And then I, I try and keep myself busy all day because I also don't want to sleep the whole day. I'm going to feel shitty about that too. And then it's it's at night and I'm like, I have to, again, continue keeping myself busy until I can fall asleep. This is so much work. <laughs> like I need to find, like, something else to do something big to do that would take a lot of my time because i have a lot of time right now right so because i have all this time now i'm starting to find fault with just how i'm living life right now i I started finding fault with now the house itself i'm like i don't like the color of this wall's because back home, our house is very, very colorful. My room looks purple. Two different shades of purple. And like the floor is gray in color. So you know, like, it looked really nice. And then I'm coming here and it's just a really bad shade of cream. And I don't like it. I'm looking at the balcony I have. I don't like it. It's just right next to the road. And the road is dusty. So that means my balcony is constantly dusty and i had this pinterest pinterest ideas saved up of how i would like to decorate my balcony when i moved up but now i can't do that because my balcony is small and it's dusty right and then i started finding faults in my kitchen I'm like i don't like how my kitchen looks like it's small and it It just doesn't look nice. I did want an open-plan kitchen, but it's just small, and you know, it doesn't have, like, just things that I would like to have in the kitchen. So basically, subconsciously, I was comparing my apartment to my parents' house, right, completely forgetting that my parents also didn't start from there. You know, they've worked for years until they got to a point where they could build their own house and decorate it the way they want to. I am just starting out in life. But I wasn't thinking about that at that time. Every single day, I just, I just find something to just hate about this apartment. I'm like, I don't like the styles on the floor in the bathroom. They just look so dull, Right? So I'm putting the more energy i put into just all the negative things about this um house the more value i'm putting on you know this negative thing right and whatever it is that you value is what you put all your energy into and all your emotions or your thoughts, all of it goes to whatever it is that I'm valuing at the time, right? So I'm just frustrated, and then I started feeling like I just want to be outside, I don't want to be in this house, I just want to be outside. I don't like being alone in my apartment. It's cold, it's quiet. The apartment itself doesn't even look nice. I just want to be outside. So, for around two weeks, I was the one who was reaching out to my cousins. um, Because I have cousins who live around me. My brother also is at home so he also lives just you know because it's 20 minutes from where I am so I was the one inciting them to either come over to my place and we chill we drink or we go out somewhere and we just have a good time because I didn't want to be in the house in my head if we go out drinking all night we'll come back home like in the morning And then I'd just sleep almost all day. And I wouldn't have had to be by myself in the house. I wouldn't have had to find ways to entertain myself throughout the whole day or at night. That day would have passed and I'd be happy. You know, I would at least have one less day in the week where I had to deal with this. So my cousins are there looking at me like, this is really odd. Because... They are normally the ones who are trying to get me out of the house. They're constantly trying to be like, listen, you need to come out. Let's go do this. Or they come over to my place just to hang out, you know? So the fact that I was the one who was constantly pushing, literally, like I, would, <laughs> I would wake up in the morning because we have a WhatsApp group together. I would wake up in the morning and be like, guys, I'm feeling thirsty today, but it's not for water. And obviously they would understand what I'm saying. And they'd just be laughing and be like, all right, bitch. And then we'd hang out that day and we'd go drinking. And I'd be happy. In my head, I'm telling myself, because I'm hanging out with the people who really matter to me, this is a day well spent, I'm happy, and that's all that matters, right? Completely ignoring the fact that I, deep inside, I'm sad. Sort of addressing why I'm sad, I'm trying to mask all of that sadness. Why? A big chunk of it would be because of my podcast. Every time I come on here to record an episode, I don't want to come here with bad vibes. I don't want to come here feeling sad, feeling gloomy, because you have taken an hour of your time to listen to me, and I have taken an hour of my time to record this, and in this one hour, it is only about this episode nothing else matters outside this episode so i want to make it special i want to make it like i I just want to put out good vibes so i would tell myself i have to find ways to make myself feel good i've actually talked about this in like previous episodes that I have to make sure that I put myself in a good mood. I need to be happy. You know, I need to just be vibrating really, really high so that I can come on here and put on a good episode. I'm not necessarily saying that I'm constantly sad, but the times that I am, I have to psych myself up, right? So in my head, I was trying to be positive positive. Because of this podcast right it's the one time in the week that I'm genuinely happy so in the process of me just trying to be positive trying to be happy trying to have a good mood I'm completely ignoring how I'm feeling deep inside instead of addressing how I'm feeling I'm trying to mask it up with all these things Having my podcast as an excuse, hanging out with my cousins, going out to drink, just not wanting to be in the house. So now I'm just wondering what am I gonna do, girl? What am I gonna do? I feel shitty. I feel shitty and every single morning I wake up, it feels like it's just a lot of work just to exist, right? I start having FOMO for things that I don't even care about simply because I was on TikTok or I was on Instagram, you know, and I saw somebody living their best life, you know, somebody out there going for shopping, going on vacation somewhere. You're just doing interesting things. And now I'm thinking that my life is crappy because I'm not doing that. Now my mood is completely ruined. Because of just one post. Also, the need to suddenly want to urgently be in a relationship also hit me. I've talked about um, using Bumble. Right? And when I talked about it, I genuinely did not have, like, any bad vibes on it. Like, I just like, I didn't have any bad intentions, basically. Yeah? But now when I sit down and I think about it, I joined. (laughs) that dating app, simply because I felt like I was feeling so lonely, you know, and I needed to find somebody to just, to pass the time. I can't really say that I genuinely want to be in a relationship right now, but (laughs) it would probably just be to pass the time. Like, i was really sitting here thinking that i would just date to pass the time so finally um in an effort to just continue finding new ways to keep myself busy in the house i decided let me read because i have Books in the house. Books that I've gotten from my boss, from my dad, from my brother, from my friends. And I just don't read. Like, I've read some books, but then I stop reading. It's been a few months since I last, you know, seriously read a book. And so I thought, you know what? Fine. I run out of things to do. I'm just going to take some random book and i'm gonna read it i thought i was gonna maybe get take a book about leadership but then the first book that i saw was a book called the subtle art of not giving a fuck i'm pretty sure you've heard about it i said you know what let me just read this book i've had this book for a while now and i'm just gonna read it and get done with it and just like take this book so I'm like I've read this book I can give it back to my brother and he's not going to ask me about it again because he has asked me about it like so many times so I read the book and the first five chapters of the book are what made me come to realize everything I've just talked about right now. All of it. All of it was happening, but it was happening unconsciously. These are not things that I was actively thinking about. Like, I knew I was feeling down. Like, I knew, like, something was off, but I never really took the time to get to the root of what the problem was. So... As I'm reading the book, that's when I realized, oh my God, I'm not okay. Right? All the happiness I had when I moved out, I'm like, yes, I finally moved out. All that happiness, it, it wasn't here anymore. Now it's just like, yeah, I moved out. So you now what? What's next? You know? So as I'm reading this book, I'm thinking, oh my God, first of all, is this how life is? You know, like I've been wanting this for so long and now I finally have it. And I thought, you know, I would have like happiness for like a long period of time. You know, like I just waking up every morning, I'm just happy. I'm excited about it. It didn't last for so long. And I started thinking, wait, is this how life is? You know, like when you really, 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 really wanted to have something, then you finally have it. And then what? You know, let's say I want to buy a car. Ultimately, for me, I would want to have a G-Wagon, and that's it. I really don't have any other cars that I would really want to have. If I have multiple cars, fine, but I would really, really want to have a G-Wagon. Whichever one, the latest one that would be there, when I finally have the money to buy it, that's the one I'm going to buy. So then I, I started thinking, okay, wait, so... When I finally buy this car, and then what? I'll be happy for like a month or two, and then I'll just be like, okay, and then what? Is this how I'm going to feel? I was like, there's no way. Are you serious? I was not happy about that realization. I wasn't happy about it. So the book um, broke down the fact that we might, like when you wanted to achieve something and then you finally achieve it, but then you, you, you don't feel like you still feel like a failure, you know? the issue with that whole situation would be the fact that you as a person you are, the, you are the one who's putting value in the wrong thing let me explain you see instead of me putting value in me finally like w- having worked hard and, and gotten to a point where now I was able to move out you know I should have sort of me putting value in my ability to work hard I put value in the apartment itself right and I was like now I am I've, I've finally gotten the apartment yes But I'm not happy about their apartment, right? I'm just picking out things that I don't like about it. So now, to other friends of mine who have not been able to move out, they're looking at me and thinking, she she did it. You know, she's at a place where I want to be at. This is a conversation that I literally had with a friend of mine two days ago. I was trying to tell him, listen it's nice to move out but it comes with you know other things my fridge is not constantly full like it is at home you know you get lonely unless you have like somebody who wants to come and spend time with you or you're able to constantly just be outside it's you're just lonely you're just chilling the house it's not fun you know at least in the house there's some drama to keep you entertained there's nothing going on here you know, i was trying to, try, you know, give, give him give you examples of like, fine, you're going to move out, but there's like other problems. Like, I don't care. I just want to move out. I'm tired. My mom is constantly just quarreling me over random shit. It's just drama, drama, drama. I don't want it. You know, so I've already moved out, and I'm thinking, and then what? You know, I'm not satisfied. Then somebody else, this is what they want too, right? So I was thinking about the whole thing and I'm like, huh, I can't keep going on through life, achieving things and then feeling shitty about them. What about the times when I don't achieve the same thing? Again, I'm still feeling shitty. So it's like, whether I achieve it or not, I'm still feeling shitty. What am I doing? So the book talks about the problem being where you put your value in something. They're talking about the importance of putting value in things that one, you can achieve immediately and two, you have control over, right? And an example was if I put value in, let's say my creativity, right? This is something that one, I have control over because me putting out my podcast right now is me being creative, right? It's something that I am able to to do right I have control over I can get up and record my episode and then it's something I can also achieve immediately right but if I put value in that G-Wagon right obviously there is nothing wrong with me wanting a G-Wagon one day right but If I put value in me wanting that jargon, right, and then I have no clear plan, no clear, you know, like I don't have money in my bank account to buy it right now. Is that going to ruin my day? Am I going to end up feeling like a failure because I didn't get that jargon? Because first of all, I have no control over that situation it's not something that I can achieve right now. Like, I can't just wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to my gym, I'm going tomorrow, right? I don't know if I'm making sense. Cause, like, I'm I'm, I'm trying to not like talk about the whole book. I, I just want to talk about the things that stood out for me. You know, the reason why I've been sad, despite the fact that I have already achieved the goal that I wanted, you see, this is where the problem is coming. This is where I, I like, I I didn't understand why is it like that? You know, I, I wanted to move out to the apartment, but I finally did. And I'm not happy. You know, I don't want it to be the same way when I finally buy that car. And then I'm not happy as well. So it's just about where I'm putting the value. If I value my creativity right now, I can go on to, you know, to grow this podcast to a point where now it is bringing more revenue. It's, you know, putting me out there, giving me exposure, and then I can finally buy the car. You know, so my value in my creativity... Might lead to now me buying the Jiwagon. Like it's a reward. Right? Instead of it being something that I value, it's just a reward for the hard work I put in now. If you put value in loyalty or honesty, these are things you can do now and you have control over. It's It's way better that way. Because if I move into a bigger apartment, an apartment that has the colors that I want, the decorations that I want and everything, right? But I'm still not happy, then what was the point? Right? But if my value is my creativity, when I move into that other apartment, I'm still going to be the same creative person that I am, I'm still going to be putting out content, and I'm still going to be happy and content, right? If I buy the G-Wagon and I'm still able to be the same loyal person that I am, I'm still able to be the same honest person that I am, I'm still being creative, then I would be happy now without the G-Wagon, and I'd be happy after, without, with the G-Wagon as well, right? So then... I was like, okay, fine. Um, before I moved out of my parents' house, my biggest problem was having my own place, and then now I have my own place. But now, now there are new problems, right? This is also something else the book talks about. Either you choose your problems, or your problems choose you, right? So an example would be being unhealthy, right? Eating unhealthy foods, drinking too much, not being physically fit, right? And what is the end result? You become unhealthy, you become obese, you get weird you know, medical problems. You're probably not going to be able to move physically. You know, you just have problems moving from one place to another. That's a problem that shows you. Right? But an example of a problem that you could choose would be to work out. That is a pain That you personally choose. Instead of you having the the pain of being sick all the time. Choose you. You choose the pain to work out. And to look good and to look healthy. And you continue pursuing that pain to a point where now you start enjoying that pain. Right? So basically, the point is... Pain and suffering are always going to be there, right? Because when I wanted to move out, in my head, when I move out, all my problems are going to be solved. I'm going to be constantly happy. I'm not going to have any other problems. I'm not going to go through pain, right? So this is why when I finally... Got over the high of moving out and I started experiencing new problems with budgeting, loneliness, trying to find ways to entertain myself and keep myself busy. Me trying to constantly be positive. Instead of, first of all, me realizing that at every stage in life, there's always going to be pain, there's going to be suffering, there's always going to be a problem. And that's just how life is. That's actually what helps us grow and improve and become stronger in life, right? Because I'm comfort. I'm comfort. I should constantly be in my comfort zone. Why? Why do I have to go through all the pain and suffering, right? (laughs) I didn't realize it. Like, it didn't click that sometimes pain can be good. It's just that now you have to be the one to pick your pain. So. Now that I have a lot of time. Right. I have a lot of time in my hands. I can clearly. Find something to do. I can find like a second source of income. A third source of income. I can. Take the time to like learn a new skill, you know I can decide to choose the pain to learn a new skill, choose the pain to find like a side hustle instead I let the pain of loneliness choose me right, I let the pain of me just not liking certain things about this apartment choose me yeah, I let the pain of trying to a hangover choose me because now I just wanted to go out and drink and just forget about the fact that I wasn't feeling okay. Because the pain is going to be there. That's a given. The pain is going to be there. The suffering is going to be there. But I need to pick and choose what I value, what I put value in. Right? If I put value in Growing mentally gaining new knowledge if I put value into that I will choose the pain of learning a new skill that will help me get more money that would help me move to a better apartment right? instead of choosing instead of letting the pain of loneliness choose me and making me feel shitty and just having my whole day messed up And reading that book is what made me realize all of this. And so I've been spending the past few days thinking. I'm actually, first of all, very much okay. I need to allow myself to go through the sadness. Because it's here. I need to allow myself to go through it. Sit down and have a conversation with myself. I'm like, so what is the problem? This is a problem. Right? Me having so much time in my hands. And not knowing what to do about it. Is the issue here. Now I either allow all this. Random negative things. To make me feel bad. And cause me so much pain. Or I can choose a kind of pain. That would actually bring a positive. Impact into my life. book talks about the fact that happiness comes from solving a problem and that is true when i was living with my parents my biggest problem was not having my own space and i finally solved that problem and i was happy right so now i'm faced with a new problem that i need to solve and i as a result i will be happy Generally, obviously, generally, I'm a happy person. You're not going to meet me in person and I'm just angry and I'm moody and I'm just mean and rude. No, not really. But the problems that just pop up here and there would obviously make me sad some would make me angry so I have to choose how I want to react to whatever life is throwing at me so to all the friends of mine or anyone out there who is currently going through something and You're thinking, after I solve this, I'm going to be happy. It's true. You will be happy. But it's not going to last. Because there's going to be another problem that you're going to have to solve. And then you'll be happy again. When that problem comes, you have a decision to make. How you want to handle the situation. How you want to... solve the problem is all up to you whether you take it positively or negatively it's all up to you even you deciding not to do anything about the problem is also a choice and if you don't want to go through the kinds of pain that you don't like you need to pick the kind of pain that you like so, you're either unhealthy and you have medical issues, you know, because you're not eating right, you're drinking too much, or you pick the pain of eating healthy, nor eating a lot of junk, eating a lot of greens and proteins, working out. Oh, working out. Sucks, okay? Working out sucks. It is Oh my god. Cause I have been trying to consistently work out for the last one month now. I first like before I do my workouts I first skip for like for like 30 minutes and the first time i tried it it was painful it was the worst experience ever and i'm thinking but when i was younger i loved skipping i love skipping i remember we were constantly competing with like my younger cousins and my friends at school who has like the best you know we were, we were we were coming up with like different ways to skip and who had the coolest you know style of skipping you know and we were not getting tired you know it was like a whole competition and stuff and now i'm thinking just skipping to a hundred no 50 because if I just skipping to 50. oh it was bad it was so bad The next day, me thinking, I want to do this again. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I read somewhere that if you train your mind, when when you're training your brain, when you do a task and you don't finish it, and then you do another task, you don't finish it, you're training your brain to just be lazy, you know? And I don't want to do that. Plus, when I work out, because I work out for an hour every time I work out, by the time when I start working out, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But by the time I'm done, there's a self-esteem that just comes with it. I'm like, hold up, where is this coming from? You know, I end up feeling so good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. You know, and. You being able to complete a task does something amazing to your brain. You know, you're training your brain to just be more resilient, to feel like, you know, like you completing a task and then you reward yourself in some way. That is your adrenaline rush at the end. You know, just telling your brain, listen, if we get through this one task, there's going to be something good at the end. So for me, it's just that self-esteem boost at the end. It's such an amazing feeling. It's such an amazing feeling. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do this. So I have to get up every morning and I have to pick the kind of pain that I want to go through. And I, I when I keep at it for a while I'm going to start enjoying it and before I know it I'll start reaping the benefits of it and it's going to make me so happy because I definitely don't want to get to that place where I'm buying that G and I'm just like and then what I'm going to hate it I will hate it I'll sell the car because what was this for? You know? So that means that I also have to change my value system. Obviously, I know I want the car. But I'm not putting all my value on the car. I'm putting the value on the things that I can get now. Things I can do now. And then that car will be as a result of all actions I've been taking along the way I would love to be excited about that car every single day because the values that I have now are the same values that I'm going to carry even after I've gotten the car I'm not going to suddenly be a different person you know a brand new person it's just going to be me but with a brand new car right? So if I had put value in me working hard when I was back home, by the time I got this apartment, I'd be happy about the apartment, right? And because I value hard work, I'd still come into this apartment and I'll just keep doing the things that I was doing back in the other house. Still putting in the work and enjoying myself, right, because that's what I value, the house came as a result of me working hard, besides, I can do something about the walls, I can have art on the wall, so instead of looking at the wall, I can look at the art, and I would not feel shitty about the walls again, right, like, there, there are things I could do to make this place look nice instead of me feeling like I just don't want to be here completely right so I just have to change what I put a lot of effort in so that I don't end up feeling like a like I failed you know because I didn't because there's not somebody out there who wants to move out to their own place and I'm here and I feel like ah doesn't matter it does it's a good thing right I should be proud of myself I am that said obviously um these feelings are not just going to disappear today right? always now that i have this new information i still have to take the time to internalize all of it and rewire my brain sit down and look at the things that i value things that i can work on immediately things that i have control over and focus on those things right the things that i especially material things that i want in the future i have no control over that this should come as a reward for me. So I have to sit down and just have a completely new value system that I can have throughout my entire life. So that whichever place I'm at in the world, whoever I'm with, I still have the same value system. Right, so that by the time you know I'm old and I really can't do anything, and I'm just sitting back and I'm looking at my life, I'm looking at all the things I've achieved. I would generally want to be like, you know what? I've I've lived a good life. Right? I don't want to be like, I have all the money in the world, I have all the cars, I have all the materialistic things, but then I'm like. But I'm not happy. You know, I achieved all all of these things, but... I'm not happy. That would be such a shitty feeling. After going through all of the things I've gone through and I'm still not happy. Nah. Alright? I want to put value in good relationships with the people around me. I want to put value in, you know, loyalty... To my friends, my family, my future partner... You know Things that are mostly not materialistic at all. That happiness will last longer. The pain that comes with achieving the things that I put value in, the pains that I choose personally and not the pains that choose me. Would be worth it. And that's how I want to live my life moving forward. Also, you don't have to be positive all the time. You don't have to. Right? I think I've talked about... I've talked about it on my podcast. I'm like, you need to be happy. You need to be... Find a way to be happy. Find a way to be positive. Now that I've read this book... You don't have to. (laughs) Sometimes... You know you you being or just feeling some negative feelings can actually be good. All right? You accept the negative feelings. And it just rewires your entire brain. Instead of trying to avoid them, just the same way like I did. I just finally accepted like, you know what? It's fine. I will suffer at some point there was going to be some pain at some point but you know what i'm going to come out on the other side a better person a stronger person all this positivity and light and all (laughs) happiness (laughs) it's good it's good to keep me going but people like adversity makes you stronger it gives you that thick skin to you know push through life because life is always just going to be like this and i'm okay with that I, I can say that i'm starting to be okay with just not being happy all the time and also now i don't have to put that pressure on myself to just want to constantly be happy And that's okay. And I think it's a kind of relief that I need it. So now, I'm going to spend the rest of this month just completely changing how I do things. Instead of trying to cover it up with other negative things, small, small pleasures you know short term pleasures that ultimately would just be a waste of my time right now though as I'm recording this I'm genuinely smiling I'm genuinely smiling it's not like right now I'm feeling sad or anything I'm genuinely happy every time I record an episode I'm genuinely happy and I really do hope that you I've also enjoyed this episode as well because I have enjoyed talking about this. Have a fantastic weekend ahead. I know I definitely, definitely will. Even if I spend it doing painful things like working out and trying to learn a new skill and all of that, reading more books, that's the pain that I choose. I'm not going to allow any more painful things to choose me. And I hope that you will not tip.